Welcome, friends. You're listening to the Mind Body Alchemy podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Miramontes. This is where intuition meets education in the realms of spirituality, fitness, mindset, and more, all to create lasting change. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Mind Body Alchemy podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about your beliefs. Now, I know that you've seen all the posts so far, all the messages, all the self-help telling you that you should believe in yourself, anything you believe you can achieve. And these messages are great. They give you some affirmations. They get you thinking. They get you motivated and inspired to change. But we get used to seeing this message over and over. And as we get used to seeing this message over and over, it starts to lose its power and its sparkle. In addition to that, you've believed in yourself before, right? And let's face it, things don't always turn out the way that we think that they should. Our hard work doesn't always pay off in the ways that we expect it to. Sometimes not at all. Sometimes it backfires. So why bother talking about beliefs at all? Because in spite of all of the fluff that is on the internet, I still believe that your beliefs matter. Before we get too far into this, I think we need to define a belief. And I really like the definition that Abraham Hicks gives. A belief is only a thought I keep on thinking. Let that sit for just a moment. A belief is only a thought I keep on thinking. We have so many examples of this in the world, in our surroundings, in our environment. A belief does not have to be the truth. It doesn't have to be factual. It doesn't have to be rooted in anything other than a thought you keep on thinking. I'm sure all of us know someone who has deluded themselves into believing something that is absolutely bonkers to us, and yet they are so sold out on it. If you're listening to this in real time, in 2020, it is the season of coronavirus, COVID-19, and the differences in beliefs that are all over social media right now are a very clear example of how a thought you keep on thinking can manifest itself into a very firm belief. We are all sharing the same circumstance, and yet there are different and varying opinions. This podcast is not going to get political. We're not going down that road of who's right and who's wrong. But I really want you to think about that. How is this showing up in your life in other areas? What thoughts do you keep on thinking that lead to a firm belief that is not serving you? I'll give you a hint. It's the areas that you repeat over and over when it comes to setting New Year's resolutions and the things that feel like there's always just something missing, areas that you feel undeserving of happiness and joy. Go on a little self-discovery road and 
See if you can find these areas. See if you can find the ones that stand out to you about where you think your life needs to be improved and find the thought that you keep on thinking. What do you believe about those things? And we'll get into that more later. So if the definition that I just gave you is true, and I believe that it is, and we can conclude that our lives are largely a manifestation of what we believe, then it makes sense to me that we question those beliefs on the regular. They need to be examined. Just a little disclaimer here. I know that things are outside of our control at times. I am not talking about other people's behavior here. I am not talking about societal standards and beliefs as a collective. Those are beliefs that we actually end up borrowing and owning for ourselves without questioning them, without questioning their truth, without deciding whether or not they're for us. And we are usually born into this world into a set of someone else's beliefs that we go ahead and take on as our own as well. For example, you're born into your parents' religious or spiritual beliefs. You're born into society's beliefs. If you spend time on social media, then you buy into the collective belief about what body should look like, what success should look like. It might be that you buy into the belief that money is what creates your value or your worth. Or that that's the only way to measure success. You may buy into the belief that women are inferior to men. Or that heteronormative relationships are the only kind of relationships worth having good laws for. There are a lot of beliefs that surround us. And as we spend time in our circle with certain people, we inherit those beliefs. And those beliefs then become our own. And we didn't even have a say in whether or not we wanted them. I'm not saying that they're right or wrong. My opinions on things are pretty clear, but I just want you to recognize that the beliefs you carry about yourself may not even belong to you. They may belong to someone else. As we repeat the same thoughts every day, and we do repeat the same thoughts every day, Research shows that we repeat the same 95% of our thoughts are on repeat. 95%. That's a lot of thoughts that we think every single day in the exact same way. Those same thoughts over and over, we keep on thinking them, become our same beliefs, which then give us the same results. So it would stand to reason that if we could begin to examine those thoughts, especially in the areas where we think something needs to change, where we are unhappy, and start transferring them, burning those down, bringing some new ones in, we might start getting better results in those areas of our lives. I'll give you an example. If you have tried many times to change your lifestyle to one of a fitness lifestyle. Generally, people that go down this road go down it because they want to lose weight. Why? Because society tells us that a smaller body is a better body and that a thin body is a healthy body. 
This is not necessarily true. I know thin people who are not healthy. I know people who would be categorized as overweight and obese who are very healthy. However, most people want to fit into the societal standard that puts them in that box. You may look at your family and your family's history and say, my mom is overweight, my dad is overweight, my grandparents were overweight, I'm overweight. Well, I guess I have really shitty genetics. I look just like my mom. You had that thought, which was an observation that became a belief. You thought it enough times that it became a belief. Anytime you challenge that thought and thought, instead, I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to start exercising. I'm going to do these things. You have willpower. Everybody has some willpower. It doesn't last, but you can muscle your way through these things for a time. However, resistance usually comes up in the form of vacations, holidays, um, exhaustion, stress, you name it. And all of a sudden, your healthy lifestyle goes down the tube. Your belief that you have poor genetics when your lifestyle that you just tried to change goes down the tube gets reinforced because you quote unquote failed again, which means that lifestyle change just wasn't for you, just like it wasn't for your parents, just like it wasn't for your grandparents. This is a self-fulfilling prophecy of poor genetics. It's obvious. That being said, it doesn't feel good to have that belief. You feel defeated. You feel bad. And that feeling reinforces to your mind that this is very important to you. And it goes to work immediately to find the source of this pain and make it go away. Your result is that you continue to repeat this and your belief is reinforced. And every time you reinforce this belief, when you decide to change your lifestyle again, your brain remembers how much pain you went through when it didn't work out the last time. When you had this same thought, I'm going to change things this time, your brain goes, mm, remember how bad you felt when this didn't work out? Remember how sucky your genetics are? And instead of trying this time, you immediately go to the self-sabotaging behaviors. Every time that you feel this pain and suffering, your brain gives you some way to make it better because this is our self-preservation. Usually this is in the form of overachieving in another area. Maybe you invest yourself in your work. Maybe you throw yourselves into your kids' lives or your home or your marriage, whatever it is, you fully go type A perfectionist on something else to show that, hey, I am successful. I am worthy. I'm important. Just because I can't do this other thing doesn't mean that I can't succeed, right? So that is one way to distract yourself. And another way is usually eating. We eat or we oversleep or we kind of go into these um, mood issues. And it's really hard to kind of live in that space and so the next time that you want to change your healthy lifestyle, instead of researching the way that you're going to do it, you immediately go straight to the pantry. And then I get an email that says something along the lines of, Steph, 
I definitely want to do this, but I always sabotage myself. I don't know why. The thought of even having an exercise program or changing my lifestyle sends me straight to the pantry. I don't know why I do it. I'm consciously thinking I want to change and I sabotage myself. Over time, this becomes an automatic process. Have the thought that you want to change your lifestyle immediately go to skip over the feelings, skip over the whole mental gymnastics and go straight to the pantry for relief or to the boardroom or to, you know, calling your kids and meddling in their personal lives or whatever it is. You have inherited this system and created it and then reinforced it to such a degree that you don't even realize that it's happened, that you're doing it again. This is how our beliefs work in our lives. And it's how it shows up on our bodies, on our health, in our happiness, all of the things. It's painful, it's frustrating, and of course you don't wanna keep going through it, so eventually you just give up on yourself because, hell, you got bad genetics. Why bother? If you had a different thought, how would your results become different? If you had the thought, the reason that my parents are overweight and my grandparents are overweight and I'm overweight is because nobody taught me how to manage my emotions and nobody taught me how to recognize my thoughts and my beliefs. And so I do have the power to change these things. Now you're never gonna have the genetics of another human, but you absolutely can make changes in your own life to prioritize your own health, your own well-being, your own success, your own relationships, whatever it is that you're hung up on. There are always ways that you doing the deep work and the personal work can make improvements. What if you had the thought that this was all within your control? How would you act differently? Now that doesn't mean that suddenly you say, I'm someone who changes my lifestyle and you never get hung up again. These beliefs are deeply rooted in your system. This is not something you can just talk your way through. This is something you have to practice your way through. So the next time you get hung up, when you have these new thoughts that you're practicing, I am someone who has a healthy lifestyle, then The vacation comes, the stress comes, the holidays come, life comes, and it smacks you upside the head. And when you feel yourself going back down that road of immediately finding your way in the pantry or meddling in your children's lives, (laughs) the next thing that you do is repeat that thought again. I am someone who has a healthy lifestyle. As you practice that thought, It becomes easier and easier during these stressful times, during these times of adversity along your journey to flip the behavior around. You can see yourself doing it and you have changed your beliefs about yourself. That doesn't mean that the urge to go and sabotage yourself disappears immediately. That takes work. It takes practice. It takes time. This didn't happen to you overnight. It's not going to change overnight either. It's something you have to put the work in for, but you absolutely can change it. 
I want to challenge you this week to write down a list of the areas that you feel are just not up to par, the areas that stand out like a sore thumb, the areas that you have felt defeated, and really examine what beliefs drive those results in your life. What do you believe about yourself, about your family, about your finances, about your relationships? What do you believe about these things that you could see are holding you back? And how would it be different if you had a different thought and a different belief? What if you believed you had great genetics and no one in your family tree had discovered them yet, had been able to optimize and tap into that power yet? What if you believed that? How would you act instead? Start looking, start paying attention, start really being quiet with yourself and listening to that voice in your head that we ignore all day, every day, because it's on autopilot. Our brains are supposed to be on autopilot. It's what helps us put one foot in front of the other without having to think left, right, left, right, left, right, forward, forward. You trip over your own feet. It's how you know how to take the same commute to work every day without thinking about every turn as you press the gas, press the brake, put the blinker. You don't want to think about those things consciously. Your brain does this to protect you so that you have room in that little 5% space to focus on things that need your direct attention. If you are unhappy with something, it is time to give it your direct attention. Use that 5% of your brain to have new thoughts, to build new habits, new behaviors, and a new belief system. So that new belief system can become part of the 95% and it takes less effort over time to be the person that you want to be. So back to that list, take a look at it, examine those thoughts and try a new thought instead. Now I want to caution you only do this to one, two, maybe three areas max at a time. Like I said, you've only got 5% or so of those thoughts to focus on new things. So take what's biggest to you right now and put your attention there. That's where it needs to be. You can deal with the rest of the stuff after you deal with this one thing or these two things that really matter. Make sure that when you are choosing these things, the new thought is a realistic one. And I don't mean that to rain on your parade, but instead, it has to be believable by your brain. If you stretch it too far, the walls of resistance are gonna come up right away. This is why oftentimes when you try to go on a diet or something really big, you immediately end up sabotaging yourself because your brain goes, yeah, right. You need to take small steps in the beginning so that you can start to cultivate new thoughts and new beliefs little by little. And as you achieve those little by little steps, you build confidence and it feels good. And the feeling part is really important. The reason we have to bring in those happy feelings, those joyful feelings, those feelings of relief that feel so much better than disappointment and frustration and defeat is because the higher the emotion is that is attached to those thoughts, the faster it becomes a new belief because your brain focuses in on the emotion part. 
So make sure that as you write this list and you rediscover the new thought that you really bring in an emotion with it. How is it going to feel to be this new person? How is it going to feel to believe this new thought? And make sure you are very intentional about that every day. Put that list where you can see it. Practice this new thought. It's going to feel childish. It's going to feel annoying and unnecessary. It's, you're going to be tempted to just go, oh, I get it, Steph, whatever. I will just think it. I'm not going to write it down or put it on paper or whatever. Don't do that. Take the steps necessary to convince your brain that this matters to you. Sit with the discomfort of trying to change. Change doesn't come easy. We all know the saying, people don't change, but that's bullshit. People do change if they're willing to do the work to get there. And it is work. So hopefully you found this helpful. Hopefully this gave you a little bit of inspiration outside of a quote or a meme that you find on Instagram and some action steps that you can take to really start to change your thoughts and beliefs right now. If this was something that you're going to try, or if you got something out of this, I would love to hear from you. Screenshot it, put it up on Instagram and tag me at soulcenteredfitness.co. Shoot me an email. Let me know what your thoughts are. And if you like this, please leave me a rating and review. That helps me get my message to more people and helping people is what I do. So that would really help me out. Every single one counts. I appreciate you so much. I would love to hear from you. And that's it for this week. Bye. Bye.